You're making weird sounds. Dave? Yeah. Dave? Should we, I should can we hear do you. a clap? Yeah. All right. Okay. One, two, three. I can hear like every other sound that comes out of your I mouth. I don't hear anything. Dave? Yeah, I can't. Kind of the same with me. Hold on. I'll call you back. Okay. Does it feel really hot in here to you? So hot. Burning up Kokowo Kawashite. Burning up another Kawashite. Moto, Moto, Harakani Nare. Word. Hello? Joel? Dave? Yes? Yeah. Okay, I can hear you. Word. Okay. Reclap, declap, right. up clap, down clap, all around town clap. One, two, three. <laughs> Yo, it is so hot in this this apartment. Really? I it am reminded today. of the days of yore. With the, is it warm in uh, New York right now? Yeah, I mean it's it, it's light jacket weather. Some might call it. <laughs> Perhaps I mean the God. Why is the heat still on? Can't you turn this it off? Burning Aren't you like, just in the house. Yeah, probably. This is burning like the fire. <laughs> it's burning like the fire. Oh yes, That's, the fire. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're drunk. All right. <laughs> I do feel Before like we get uh, into the main event, of their blood. which may confuse, surprise, and or arouse you. Um, again, I have a couple things to talk about. First off, King of Fighters, the new one, 100% hand-drawn. <laughs> I am so pumped. Like 100,000%. Did you watch that trailer? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. It was recorded off a screen with, like, a digital camera, and it still looked awesome. <laughs> I mean, all... It does look super good, and it's totally a testament to, like, you know, when they when they came out with Street Fighter Four, and it was gonna be like the 3D models and all that jazz. I was, you know, something inside me said, oh, you know, it's the end of an era. You know, something is just lost. We're never gonna go back to the the 2D sprite. And then King of Fighter was like, well, you know, Capcom decided to do it this way, uh, so we're gonna do the exact opposite thing. Like, the very exact opposite. Man, it looks so good, too. And I understand that, as many people on the internet are prone to say, that King of Fighters characters are just essentially, you know, porno game characters without the porno attached. But they are porno game characters that I have become attached to over the years. (laughs) Well, they're also, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to have sex with any of the people from King of Fighters, given that most of them have powers that involve fire, ice, or lightning. <laughs> That's most of the dudes, though. Well, there you well, go. It all makes the sense. The majority of the girls are pretty safe. 
No way. The, get in the newest revision, they had a girl there that like, would freeze you. I don't want my wang being frozen and then broken in a moment of uncontrolled passion. Did you see like Which a, is the only a kind little of while back? I know. We, we got an email from a dude who was like, why would you? I don't remember the text of the email, and as such, I'm going to miss. Or if it, it was, was an like, email, or if I was dreaming. But essentially, he was like, "Why would you be af- afraid of a fish that could climb up your wang when there would be a fish that could just eat you whole?" And I was like, "Or yeah, he was talking about like the terror of a life-sized candiru or something like that." Yeah, no, and I, I was like, that. "I'd much rather be eaten alive than have my wang <laughs> exploded from the inside out." I agree I mean, 100% with 100% with that sentiment. Preference. You know what? It, having something bitten off is never going to be as painful sounding, let alone feeling, as having something shoved in. Like, it, yeah, I would so much rather be chopped than stabbed. I don't know what it is, but I'm you just, know, I'm just saying, if you get eaten in one bite, you're in pain for a couple seconds. Candiro in your wing wang. <laughs> That's pain you're going to live with for the rest of your life. Psychological, uh, dude, if not physical. Stop talking about it. My nuts are shriveling up. <laughs> but yeah, King of Fighters, man. I'm glad they're coming back. And I'm I, a, know, yeah, I haven't played the past couple iterations. There seems to be like a, a sort of mini renaissance going on. Because Street Fighter 4 is going to get an arcade release. And I assume so is King of Fighters 40,000. That would whatever be really awesome. Is. I mean, it, I guess it depends on the arcade. We... 40th Street had whatever it was called, SNK versus, what was it called? The newest one, Chaos? Yeah, SNK versus, or SNK Chaos. Something like that. It was the one with the aliens from Metal Slug. And I was yeah. like, you guys are really scraping the bottom of the barrel now. <laughs> <laughs> but Street Fighter looks cool. I need to see it more in motion first, because I'm not sold on the characters yet. Uh, they have a whole bunch of fighting videos up on game trailers. There's probably I've seen nine or some, ten. But are there real videos or are there videos like recorded from the TV screen? No, they're real videos. I mean, most of them are promotional, but there are some real videos. I think. I mean, I I'm not a hundred percent sold on what they did. Like, I think the game is still going to be fun, but that's just because it's Street Fighter. And even if it was bad, I don't think I'd let myself admit that. Um, I'm interested yeah. in the the purple haired chick with like the faux hawk and the waiter outfit. You mean the tie that that sounds cool follows her? Yeah. Well, there's only two new characters to all. That's true. Abel and whatever her name is. I think I it's Viper. Remember. Viper C or C Viper. That's it. C Viper. Cyper. C Viper. Well, there you C- go. <laughs> Maybe she's a an ancestor of the best Virtuon robot. Viper yes. 2. She was Viper 1. Even though that wasn't Why even the best. Why searching for Street Fighter 4 and You were Google punishing Image yourself by playing as Viper. Viper was a fun time. But on to other pertinent news. Have you played that, like, Is that all, like games Sunny as Kiva art stuff? game? It, no, there's a picture of, like, Elijah Wood looking Have you found super... Bear Fighter yet? Uh, no, I have not. I apologize for that. But, ooh, that's a good breeze. I'm feeling it now. Getting all nice and cool. Anyway, like I was saying, um, have you played that quote-unquote art game passage? You mean the game where you just hold right the whole time? Yes. Yeah, that's or not a game. follow-up gravitation? Well, 
I don't. I feel like I'm the only person on the internet that doesn't like it. And what's more, like, it's so sort of like. I I don't know, like maudlin and like ninth grade play dramatic, like in its simplicity. Like it's, I don't understand the kind of person that could be affected by it because it's Dude, your so boy G Turner was all over its junk. I know, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's like, you know, he wrote something. He was like, when the girl died, I didn't know whether I could go on or not. It's like. It's five minutes. How can I be attached to this clump of pixels? And it really looks like a clump of pixels if I've only It barely been... looks like a girl. It's about six pixels. Well, I mean, it's... is this really the measure of attachment? Are we, like, so ADD that you could become attached to this amorphous blob within two and a half minutes? Like, yeah, it's like is that I what you're it. saying? There's, there's a sad soundtrack, and there's... Think of all the, the metaphorical meaning, like... In the beginning, like you can see really far ahead of yourself, and then by the end, you can only really see behind yourself. And then, oh. like your wife dies, and you like get all sad and old. But like you don't have to pick up the wife at the beginning. Yeah, but I mean, it's also I'll give you that the thing is expressive. You know, it's it's more a piece of art than it is. I wouldn't even call it a game. Like I feel like they're confusing the digital medium with games in general. Like the only thing you can produce, like I, I think it's more of an interactive piece of art. Than it well, is yeah, that's an actual game. Saying. Yeah, like people who see they see interactivity and they immediately think game. But and it's not a my game. problem. Isn't with applying the term game to it. It's more that I just think it's really bad art. It's like so immature and trite. I mean, I get. I don't know. It's it's. Uh, I yeah. You could. I think that that's a legitimate criticism of it. I didn't even make it the whole way through because I was expecting a game, and when I realized there was only one button, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> Joe, Joe, there's three buttons. You can go up and down. Sweet. I was reading something, and it's like, this guy was like, well, you know, if you pick up the wife, it becomes harder to maneuver through the passages. So, like, it's showing that, like, you have this companionship, and that's good. But being a companion with someone also brings its own hardships. And I was like, that is probably a conclusion you could make from this, but I don't care. <laughs> like, I, I just can't get over it. I wish I could find better words to describe it, but it's just like, it's so remedial. I like, think it gets points for me for trying to expand the medium and to at least say something different, or not necessarily even say anything different, but say something, period. And I think that that's what's shocking to a lot of people, or at least what's appealing to a lot of people. It kind of makes me mad that, like, people ignore... Like, you can't say, are games ever going to be art? Games already are. Like, have you played Ico? Because that was pretty artistic. Yeah. At least it evoked, like, innumerable more emotions in me than Passage did. And its follow-up. Like, I assume you haven't seen Gravitation... But I I thought that was like, you know, it expands a little more and it's a little more far-reaching. And I thought because of that, it was even worse. Like, if you give this guy a canvas to paint on, he's just going to... I just uh, think it's really annoying. And what is, Did you see the, um, the like, post on Kotaku where someone claimed that uh, Passage was better than Portal? Steak is better than oranges, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I was just The problem like, with that is, like, these are the same people who are like, just because I gave a, a 9.5 to Zelda and a, a 9.5 to Halo doesn't mean that I think they're equal. Like, <laughs> and I agree with that. But then how can you go and say, like, oh, you guys are comparing two things that are totally dissimilar and then be like, yeah, I don't know, Portal was all right. But it's no game with... 40 pixels on the screen where you hold right for five minutes and then it ends. I mean, it's okay if you like yeah. stuff that isn't that. Yeah, I just, uh, Passage was, meh. I was not that impressed. I just, I don't get it. Maybe I'm outside of the joke or whatever. I'm, I'm, not, in, I'm not with the in crowd on this one. Well, maybe you're just not I so. I find that I rarely am. Maybe you're just not so deeply entrenched in the idea that. You know, if video games are sort of the only media you consume and the only thing you really care about are video games, then maybe Passage is really revolutionary to you. you know? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I just had to get that off my chest because I just, like, I'm so sick of reading something new about it every three days. Some, like, jerkwad that played Passage for the first time. He's like, oh, great. It's art, but it's a game. It's Gamart. Oh, man. But anyway, what are we talking but about? The the actual topic today is the action-packed and vampire-filled five centimeters per second. <laughs> There's so many That's vampires right. per square There's centimeter. There's no shortage of vampires, and people have machine guns, and they are shooting those vampires with machine guns. It's and then they take off on a rocket ship, and the vampires are like climbing all over the rocket ship because they're dead, so they don't need air, so they can live in space. And then like they're like, "No, we can't let the vampires in through the hatch." And then the girl's like, "I'm so sad. I have to tell my would-be boyfriend that I have a crush on him." He's like, "Vampires are attacking the space shuttle. We have to and get I, to the moon base." I didn't tell him I liked him because I realized he was always looking past me. At the vampire trying to kill me. At the me. vampire behind me. <laughs> We're talking about five centimeters per Maybe second. Per second. I was about to say per second squared, but that's acceleration. and it's Per second cent- per second? It's nine meters per second squared. Nine meters per second? Yeah. Yeah, how do they even measure the... Five centimeters per second is the rate that a cherry blossom falls? The sp- it doesn't have a lot to do with wind resistance. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's like the average. I don't know. If gravity is a constant and we use the metric system in physics, which we did... Then there's no way that a cherry blossom falls at five centimeters per second. That's not even that fast. Yeah, it's incredibly that's, slow. That's not that much. That's less than and that's less than two inches. But anywho, but uh, we're proving that we've entirely sold out to ADV, our new corporate overlords. Because Chris Orr asked me to talk about this in the near future, and I was like, sure, because I liked it. And I'm proving that uh, I'm and totally Dave's. Sissy, because he told me to stop watching Vampire Princess Miyu and immediately start watching uh, five centimeters per second, and I did like right then. Not that I figured I was, we could use a break. Not that I was that attached to Vampire Princess Miyu. It's just kind of funny because it was like it was almost mechanical. I, I just like <laughs> I received like, the message. Right. It's like program execute turned off the. Uh, but yes, we figured we need to recharge our batteries before the epic conclusion of the. Uh, Whatever this thing about the vampires is called. The month um, of suck. So, the month of Joel. Yo, back off, your after mom. This, after, I should have started with your this mom. Month. Shoot. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> after this month, there will be no more Joel White. 
But anyway, so upcoming in the month of suck is a movie that may not be about a vampire, but does have chicks being turned to gold in it. So yes. Maybe you'll like that. Um, five centimeters per second is by that guy, Makoto Shinkai, who did Voices of a Distant Star. And, and a place we remember from our... As reference in a... Yeah, a long ago, the place promised in, oh my god, why does this movie have the longest subtitle in the history of the universe? <laughs> Which is kind of what I said the last time. In an episode entitled, if I may recall correctly, the place promised in our ultimate segue. <laughs> Is this like the reverse of the ultimate segue? It has nothing to do with the episodes yes. that preceded it. It's out of context <laughs> in the month. It's like if you remember from the place promised in our God, this movie's title is too long. <laughs> I didn't really like that movie, and Joel was like, "Man, it's all right. I like it. I'm all over this guy's junk." What are you talking about? Maybe that was the case. I don't remember, Mister. I love. I don't voices remember. Of a I didn't star. listen to the episode again. <laughs> what? You couldn't this stop talking star? about Voices of a Distant Star when you saw it. It was all Voices of a Distant Star that. I love Voices of a Distant Star. I had sex with Voices of a Distant Star. I would if I could. <laughs> that hole on the DVD is so small. <laughs> and chafy. You gotta round it out with a drum sander. But I think I've discovered the trick to Makoto Shinkai is that he's not allowed to make movies that are over an hour long. Yeah. Well... <laughs> That's about the point where you get tired of the melodrama and you're like, all right, you're kind of boring, dude. Well, it's not even that's kind of boring. It just becomes overwhelming because everything is so hyper-melodramatic. Like, there's not a a moment in this entire show. It's it's like three episodes. The last one's pretty short. But there's not a single moment where you're just like, somebody's about to burst into tears. Like, you just imagine somebody sobbing. Even when there's nobody on screen, you can just, like... Somewhere in a bathroom yeah. stall, a little girl is weeping. As it pans over a picture of the notebook on her desk. Yeah, th- I mean, this guy has a real... F- I, I mean, I don't know, I guess he's got... He, Dave already said he's the, the melodramatic stuff, but... Everything just looks so freaking good. Yeah. Well, Voices of a Distant Star was entirely animated by him. And it took him like six months. What did you do with your life, Joel? Uh, I don't know. Stuff. I woke up this morning. I ate some Pop-Tarts. One of them was... I I overcooked one of them, so I only really ate the half that wasn't burnt. And I went to work, and I read Kotaku for a while, and I went home, and I ate a grilled cheese sandwich, and I played Lost Odyssey, and I rolled over and I've fell asleep on the couch. I have not played Lost Odyssey yet. And I've then Kathy woke me up 4. and then dragged me into bed. <laughs> Kathy's Meanwhile, already this guy probably works 18... 18- Kathy never stays up later than me. Ever. That's because that's the only time you can get your video games in, Joel, when she's asleep. Your cruel overlord, a.k.a. wife. <laughs> that's not true, man. I'm on level 11, Devil Hunter. Dude, I was on level 20 like the three days after it came out. Do you have a job? I do now, actually. I forgot oh. to mention that. You did? Where'd you get a job? At NYU. Um, actually, thanks to noble listener and NASCAR aficionado, uh, Keith Allison. And, no matter well, how many jobs he gets you, if he still likes NASCAR, Allie. he's freaking out. Uh, I mean, 
I'm not a fan of the NASCAR, and I do object to that, but uh, it did hook me up with a job. Whatever. <laughs> so I can't object that much Sissy. in public. <laughs> Joel, talk to me when the podcast's over. <laughs> we'll talk about that NASCAR-loving fruit. <laughs> oh, man, but um, right, so that's good news. So it's cool that I got a job, but uh, the hours are like basically the worst hours ever. Uh, so it's 10 to 6 and as of now my schedule is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, that's brutal. So that's fun. Yeah. Dude, everybody's working so, for the weekend, exp- not on it. I know. I I based my whole life around that song. <laughs> I was working for. They made you turn I. in your headband when you got to the door. <laughs> I know. Excuse me, we're going to need that red t-shirt with the sleeves ripped off. <laughs> Dude, I uh, <laughs> I went to that interview. It was like the most ballsy interview ever. Because I was just like, I don't really care if I get this job. So I just walked in. I was like, I know a whole bunch of shit about fiber and nothing else. <laughs> and they were like, okay. And I was like, whatever. And then they wrote me an email the next day and they were like, you got the job. And I was like, whatever. I don't even really, I don't know. I guess I'll show up. <laughs> that is so awesome. I think that works. I was like, I just walked in. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to lie or embellish anything on this resume or on this interview. I'm just going to tell it like it is. And I was like, multi-mode, single-mode, I got that in the bag. And they were like, you ever do anything with, like, switches? And I was like, I've looked at them. <laughs> Well, they'll train you on that stuff. That's awesome. I mean, you just found the job that was, you know, sort of right for you. I mean, we'll see. I'm I'm kind of a temp in this job, too. That's kind of not good. I've walked down that road before. Well, at least you're making money. So, job's a job, yeah. So no complaints there. And I, right. I ate a hamburger today. I'm already frittering away the money. <laughs> good it's times only been are one here day, again. Already... Yeah, man. Back to... Uh, Maybe good times, so but probably just five bad centimeters times. per second per second. I think this. See, I think Makoto Shinkai is a genius. First off, I'd liken him to the Christopher Guest of anime. He only really makes one type of movie, and he sort of just makes that movie over and over and over again. He's definitely a one-trick pony. And eventually, you're gonna like you're gonna get burned out on it, but there's still stuff in that pantheon that you will like. Well, you, you, if you don't watch, like, the other stuff over and over again, like, and I, I would even say that you could watch this show and still find something unique in it. Uh, maybe not necessarily unique, but, you know, it's like a Greek tragedy. You, you know that something awful is going to happen, and there's kind of a twist, but you're still, you get that catharsis from it regardless. Even though I don't know who's really feeling cathartic at the prospect of sleeping with their mother freaking sicko greeks what it's like oh thank god uh, well, yeah i don't it. remember that part of the cartoon <laughs> but um what 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 i really like about this show is that the characters are convinced that they're in this like noble greek tragedy but in reality it's kind of just pointless high school bullshit <laughs> and i think that's like it so perfectly represents Everything about, like, what falling in love in high school is all about. 
It's like, even if you moved away, I would still write you text messages every day, and I would call you, and I would ride the train for seven hours in the snow to come see you because I'm in love with you. And then, like, a year later, you're like, who is that girl? I don't know. I don't remember her name. Dude, that's See her at the, the train story station. At all. I can't remember it's her. He's still getting over her, like almost seven years later. That's the sort of point of the story. But he can't remember who she is. No, he he recognizes but no, her. That's like that's just the whole scene. That's with like the, the continuation of it. He's, you know, I you know I don't want to sound cheesy or whatever here, but it's like ten years later, you look back and you're like, you wonder if it was worth it. But you wouldn't give up those feelings for anything in the world. I just... I don't know. Maybe... I wish I could... Part of me wishes I could live in the world that Makoto Shinkai creates. Mostly because, like, all the... You know, it's it's like you, you read... The a, nerdy dude gets the hot chick? Not even the nerdy... Yeah, the nerdy dude gets the other nerdy girl. That's to, good, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> the, the characters just seem to... Everything is so intense. Like, the... The colors are bright, uh, you know. Stars are bright. Everything is sort of intense, and maybe I mean, everything is stark. You know, there's very clear emotions and clear drawings and clear colors. It's just you know, if life were as interesting as one of his still frames, I feel like I could wander through it a little happier. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I don't. Intense is a good word. Like. I just, I mean, to go back to it, I just feel like it captures the pure essence of high school love. Like, to them, this is the most important thing in the world. And, like, nothing could ever be more important. But it's, like, actually kind of stupid and It'll just totally melodramatic. But yeah. It, yeah, but it plays it so straight. Like, well, this is, it? like, it's entirely from the character's perspective. And it's, like... It's, like, not ironic or it's, not like, not joking about it. And, like, I like that, you know, it's just normal. And that's that's just what I especially like about this one is that there's no, like, robots and there's no, like, civil war and there's no, like, goofy building an airplane and taking the girl out of the hospital and putting her on the airplane. Like, it's just about these kids and they're, like, 100% normal kids. Like, their parents have jobs that make them move around a lot so they don't make a lot of friends and like the two of them hook up but then they have to move again and it's sad and like that's all it's about yeah i mean it's and it's got i mean it's got the undertones of sort of this grander scheme like they have the whole rocket launch and the idea of this thing traveling through the universe lonely uh lucky to encounter even a hydrogen atom and i mean that's totally totally histrionic and melodramatic to the extreme and you know when he says like that lonely hydrogen atom speech it's like you're like that is so stupid and retarded but even like you get past that kind of stuff and i think that really the reason you get past that is because the visual imagery in the show is so powerful that you're almost hypnotized by it because that scene where the rocket is shooting up out into the sky and it's casting a shadow off the the vapor trail that's like freaking genius. Yeah, I don't. I just that has stuck oh, no. with me. I was. I guess I was not as impacted by that. I was more interested in the characters. I don't know, but I. I guess there's stuff to take home from both angles. Yeah, I mean, as far as like, I don't know. I guess I would. This is like, I, 
I'm having trouble like qualif- qualifying how I feel about this show because I feel like you know we're more a show about or our podcast generally thinks this kind of stuff is total BS. And maybe yeah, as people, we kind of like, think this stuff is total we're BS. We're kind of a show that talks about when Ken Shiro exploded that false king's entire upper body. But then, like, you know, he, he kind of he punched him a lot. But then he, like, punched him so hard he, like, flew backwards. But then, like, as he was flying through the air, his, everything above his waist exploded. And then he yeah. fell into and the underground fell- lake. Yes. And that was awesome. I mean, that was pretty awesome. And we appreciated that. It was so now that you're almost see (laughs) i don't know glad i have a very upbeat personality (laughs) i may have had issues (laughs) people in this show are sad they are sad all the time even when they sort of make out and spend the night together still like totally sad it's like and it's then that i realized that i knew that i loved her well, these are like mature freaking high school Dude. students. Yeah, I know. Like, who who could like, think like that? I feel like this is this. It's it's social commentary, Joel. It's like holding the mirror up to them or to you. Somebody's the mirror is pointing at someone, and the idea is that the they think they're mature, but in fact, they are not really that mature. I guess they are so less mature is, than they think they are. This is sort of the counterpoint to the whole, like, Apocalypse Zero. High school is the only social institution that has survived the horrible mutant apocalypse. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Two I visions mean, of death All I know is, school. dude, if it were me, I would have hit that short-haired chick in the second episode. She was so hot for you. You didn't even notice it. You were talking about hydrogen atoms. Yeah. I mean, that, that was you part of the irony. You can the hydrogen atom. I was like, yeah. I'd hit that like a hydrogen atom, like a hydrogen bomb. It's about to blow up. <laughs> oh snap! Uh, totally betraying his vision of how Seriously, people. Seriously, I take wouldn't this. even waste my time with that girl. Which, yeah, he's like, this will be one of the most well-regarded works of our time. I am truly a modern auteur, <laughs> a creator of classics. The like, server yeah, chick dude. was hot. I classically want to hit that bitch. Oh man, but yeah, I would say anywhere. Uh, she was she was. Go go. Lord Lord of Mercy. I would say this is definitely worth checking out to say Chris what were you Orr. Gonna say? I said it's definitely worth checking out like 100%. Everybody buy it. I'm going to make a bold statement here. This DVD costs 7 maybe 750. At your local Best Buy. Are you serious? No. Oh. Probably like 20 bucks. <laughs> I was about to we say. We got it for free. Who cares? <laughs> that is madness. But yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely totally awesome and totally sweet. And you know what? If you're bored by it, read a book, loser. If you... Well, but you're kind of supposed to be bored by it. I think that's the whole point. Well, that's like... It's not being you're he's not the next bored. Andy Warhol or something. He's like he's pissing on the plaque of our generation. <laughs> you're not bored. You're appreciating other things. <laughs> like, I mean, I can understand how you might be confused that because something's No, I think not... it's actually boring. <laughs> I'm I'm as shocked as you are that you can be entertained by, you know, something not blowing up. However, it is possible. <laughs> 
Joe, I've spent 25 years of my life never having had that happen to me. We should make like, an adaptation. This is weird. I'm like <laughs> watching this thing, and I'm, I still want to watch it, but nobody's been shot by a rocket launcher yet. <laughs> I'm confused. Maybe I kept hoping the rocket launcher would show up. I'm like, I'm still there's there's still an episode and a half left. It's well, plenty of time for the panzer tank to show up i was waiting for something like truly tragic to happen beyond just like you know drifting apart like i thought he was going to get to the you know train station and like not only was she gone but she was like murdered along the way (laughs) she got hit by the train by the crazy train conductor the train conducting serial killer yeah or something like that you know or like the i think that's the whole point of the show is that there is no real tragedy. Like, the real tragedy is, like, what happens in real life. It's like, man, I really like that girl, and then she had to move away. And we saw each other once and made out, and I kind of got second base under the shirt, but that was sort of it. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's true. Cause and then the girl in the back of the class totally wants to hit your shit, dude. Wake up. <laughs> you got to wake up. Capitalize on that. She's hotter than the other one. <laughs> you traded up. <laughs> She's tan. She likes to surf. Yeah, That's, dude, I, surfer girl. That's cool. I didn't really understand that part of the show because... Well, don't you see? She finally caught that wave, but it wasn't enough. Well, even more than just like... How are you... When I was in high school, I was like hyper aware of the possibility that a girl might like me. And if she did... <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm, you know, I, I definitely would. It's not like, have oh, said oh my no. god! I think that girl has mild interest in me. I better go over there and blow it. <laughs> Five minutes later, you're walking away. Yep, she's never coming back. <laughs> oh, consider that bridge burned. Taught you a lesson. Now I'm gonna go play Resident Evil Co. Veronica. Yes, by myself. My only solace. I love you, Claire. Redfield. As it was meant to be. You understand me, Claire. Claire Redfield. What did I say? I was going to go in a different direction with that. Huh? I'm just saying, like, he's climbing the cliff with that giant bag of guns. It's like, (laughs) he needs that many guns. I just, I don't know. It just sort of turned me, I don't know. Maybe, but five centimeters per second was a pretty good show, guys. Hello? Cuckoo! Cuckoo! This is the secret Joel maiden call. Did you catch that one, Joel? Dave? All right, we're back. Oh, yeah, you're listening now? Hey, you were the that one that like went dead. was like the third thing I did. Welcome back to the Dave and Joel's Funtime Karate Fantasy Hour. Stupid. We're talking about the action-packed and still awesome and fun. Five centimeters per second. 